If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, rush, rush. It's time for a radio royalty with James Golden and America's Princess of Policy, Princess Di. I am so happy that we have the voice of reason here, our very own Princess Di. Diana, I am furious. I'm beyond furious. This is how many years are we going to sit by and watch this, sh- this, this? <sighs> this is. I agree. I think that's reasonable. I don't think you're you're losing it. I think that's the correct, reasonable response. Is fury. We have people like Roger Stone. I mean, I don't care whether you like Roger Stone or not. I don't care whether you think that he's a a kook job. The guy gets thrown in jail for pretty much nothing. You had Scooter Libby, same thing. You had General Mike Flynn, same thing. They tried to railroad him and ruin his family. You have, you have uh, uh, what's his name, Manafort. Again, I'm not deciding whether Manafort was innocent or guilty, but Manafort is over there in the Ukraine hustling, and you have the biggest hustler of all in the Ukraine, Hunter Biden, who's still running around as if nothing happens. And these people, this has got to have a response to it. It has got to have a political response to it. The Democrats have declared open warfare on Republicans, and I don't know what it's going to take for Republicans to realize that they are being treated like they are criminals and that they are soldiers of war, and the Democrats don't mind taking them out, politically speaking, one at a time. And yet we sit here like this is just okay. This is not okay. No, it isn't. And and the official uh, Republican response is non-existent and it always has been this way. So we need a different approach. Now, what exactly you're calling for, I'm not quite sure other than fighting it. But did you read the Axios piece I had uh, highlighted on Twitter? This is a bit of encouragement, and I'll talk about it more tomorrow if you let me, which is Trump's response to this. He has set up an amazing plan for next time, should he make it into the White House, staffing legal fighters and not falling prey to the same old, same old approach of rolling over and showing the belly that the Republicans always have. This is the most amazing piece of journalism from a left-wing website because they're doing it as a warning. They're saying, "Uh uh-oh. Trump's figured out how to make the power work for him if he makes it in again. And he's staffing up a shadow White House already. And it is so encouraging because that was the one thing we all saw was a problem was he had so many saboteurs within his own administration. Well, he's like not that little that, that little that little woman that went up there. And, and within 24 yeah. hours, you had stories basically saying, hey, she's lying. She's lying. Yet this J6 committee wraps it up today. Never once calling on people to refute that story. 
It's like these yeah. people are just openly, brazenly, kangaroo court, Soviet-style political hacks. And, and, and we world. just... It, it is ridiculous that this would happen in the United States of America. Yes, and have you heard any official Republican pushback on any of it? No. The only Republican no. I hear is Liz Cheney out there running her freaking mouth. Right. And the only one who is consistently calling foul is Donald Trump himself. And he is being shut down by all sides, not just the Democrat and the media, which is leftist, but the Republican Party officially in, in many areas just wants him to go away. And they want us to go away if we are his supporters. But we're not, not going, going away. away. We're not no. going away. And that ought to be up. We are not going away. Okay. Exactly. Now, <clears throat> there's still a baby food shortage, Diana. That's not being reported on very much. No. There is still a major baby food shortage in the United States of America. Yes. Joe Biden did not solve the problem. In fact, he, he organized 53 flights, international flights, to give the United States of America foreign aid from other countries, flying in formula from Sweden, Germany, other places, including Colombia. And it was enough to feed America's babies for one week. And the media saw that Joe Biden was bringing, organizing international flights, bringing in formula, and they completely stopped covering the story. So thank goodness for the UK Daily Mail, which took another look at it and saw, wait a minute, nothing has changed. The shelves are still bare. The formula crisis still exists. They still haven't geared up any of the uh, former production levels that they had before. So we are in the same terrible situation and betraying America's moms and babies, and no one's covering it. There was an article in the New York Times from this woman, Linda Greenhouse. She's one of the, the, the libs over there that does it. She wrote an article that it's not the Constitution. It's nothing but religious doctrine that drove this Dobbs decision. And, I mean, I read through this thing, and one of the lines that she, uh, that she says, I'm going to just read you one sentence in here, well, a paragraph. Judge Alito took pains to present the majority's conclusion as the product of pure legal reasoning engaged in by judges standing majestically above the fray of Americans' sharply conflicting views on the profound moral issue of abortion, as he put it in the opinion's first paragraph. And yet, that very framing, the assumption that the moral gravity of abortion is singular and self-evident, gives away more than the members of the majority, all five of whom were raised in the Catholic Church may have intended. This woman is arguing somehow that abortion is not a moral issue at all. Is that what I'm, what is the point of this woman? Well, she used to be the New York Times Supreme Court judge judges reporter. She was a news reporter for the New York Times, everything having to do with the Supreme Court for many years. She's now just writing op-ed, and she's angry. She made a chart, and she decided that this uh, latest uh, Dobbs decision was decided not on legal grounds, but on pure religious grounds. She doesn't have any evidence. She asserts this because she made a chart, and she said they're all Catholic. 
on the on the deciding uh, majority decision that they are Catholic people who voted on this simply because of their Catholicism. She doesn't provide any evidence. She dismisses the 79% opinion decision that was all legal reasoning. She said, no, it really wasn't legal reasoning. It was just irrelevant. It was all really because of their Catholicism. So she's mad, and she you're right. She basically says that the fetus was the star, and that's a terrible thing, that the fetus was the star of the majority decision, and it shouldn't be. The women should be the star, and their lived experience. So forget the fetus, forget the unborn child, because that should not be a concern, just the the people who wanted the abortions. I am amazed at the way that liberals use language to defeat righteousness in the world. They use language to mask everything, everything that people would have a, a, nat, a natural disposition to say, this is evil, this is wrong. Somehow or another, these leftists, these intellectual leftists have figured out a way to use language to obfuscate what is right and what is clearly wrong. You're so right, and you've swerved into something so key. Whenever you hear them say, you can't say X, don't use that language, don't use that term, don't, and they try and change the language, the definition, all of that, you know basically evil is at work because they're trying to hide the truth. The truth is the biggest danger to leftists. And so now we're at the point where they cannot agree on the definition of woman. So when you hear this, you know they're at work. You know it's bad for us as Americans. It's bad for the human race. So whenever you hear don't use that word, don't use that term, don't use that language, it's the left trying to hide the truth. Last story. I saw you posted a Daily Mail uh, story on on your Twitter feed today. And when I saw it, I immediately uh, 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 clicked open to read it. And it is the... Uh, the the president of Mexico, Mexico's president, is pretty much laughing at Joe Biden. Tell us about that. It is so funny because, of course, as you remember, Trump very brilliantly negotiated the USMCA, the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, which replaced NAFTA. And it really is an effective agreement. And now Joe Biden and his administration, who have no clue how to use this agreement, they're sort of semi-threatening to impose tariffs. And of course, whenever Joe Biden speaks, no one listens. And so the Mexican president doesn't even believe him. And so when our trade representative said, well, we could end up putting goods and the president of Mexico said, ooh, I'm so scared. <laughs> Literally, that's what he said. Ooh, I'm so scared. And so he's making fun of our, unfortunately, of our country, because we have no credibility as when our government makes a threat. This is what we get under Joe Biden's leadership, ladies and gentlemen. The Mexican president telling us, ooh, I'm so scared. Like, this is, you know. this is, this is. Okay, so tomorrow you know, you're going if to... Ex- Trump, if Trump threatened to put on tariffs, there, there would not be that combat comment back. Nothing. He would just do whatever Trump asked. Exactly right. Okay, so tomorrow you're going to explain 
what Donald Trump is doing <clears throat> and what we could expect in this story in Axios that makes at least uh, makes you feel hopeful in these times where I'm just totally enraged. It is such an encouraging story, and I cannot wait to explain it to everybody. Wonderful. Thank you, Princess Di. Love you. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Bo Snurley here. It is. Thank you. Bo Snurley's Rush Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77. Coming back right after this. You're fired.